Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hi, everyone. This is Steve Slonwhite, and welcome to the podcast. I hope you had a great week with your uh, copywriting business. This week, I want to talk to you about boosting confidence and some practical strategies for boosting confidence. Let me begin by uh, just painting a scenario for you. Imagine you're looking for a kitchen renovation contractor and you're inviting people to come to your home to talk to you about renovating your kitchen. The first contractor that comes in, um, you ask them questions and he sounds a little uncertain and he shuffles through his papers and he doesn't seem very organized. And when you ask him questions about, hey, can we drop this ceiling down uh, to make it more cozy? He looks at it, he goes, I'm not sure. Maybe I'll have to think about that and get back to you. And, and you know where I'm getting at with this. He doesn't come across as very confident in his abilities, confident that he can work with you, confident that he knows what he's doing and confident that he can do a good job. Now, imagine if a second contractor came in And he was very confident. He answered all your questions. He had a process that he he goes through when he renovates the kitchen. He's able to give you some good ideas right away. He talks with a clear voice. Uh, He's he's just, it just comes across as a very confident person. Now, all things being equal, both contractors having the same experience, having the same capabilities, their price being about the same, who would you be more inclined to hire? Well, human nature being what it is, you'd be more inclined to hire the contractor who's more confident, who has a lot of self-confidence, because we want to hire people who are confident. It makes us feel good. It makes us feel secure that they know what they're doing. And we want to work with confident people, especially people who come across as being very confident with their own abilities. Now, what is confidence exactly? I uh, Before I did this podcast, I looked it up in the Webster Dictionary. And here's what the Webster definition of confidence is. Confidence. A feeling or belief that you can do something well or succeed at something. Let me say that again. A feeling or belief that you can do something well or succeed at something. Now, I love that definition because notice it doesn't say um, that you need a lot of credentials. It doesn't say you have the credentials to do something well or or succeed at something. Or it doesn't say uh, you have 20 years of experience in doing something well or succeeding at something. No, it simply says that definition, you have a feeling or belief that you can do something well or succeed at something. And that feeling and belief is something you can improve. There's lots of practical things you can do to uh, get that feeling or belief that you can do something well and can succeed at something and therefore come across as much more confident. Now, I find that uh, confidence uh, is particularly important Whenever you are, for anybody who sells any kind of professional services, uh, kitchen contractors, advisors, copywriters, of course, but particularly amongst copywriters and writers, because I find a lot of writers uh, suffer a little bit from lack of confidence. 
especially when they're just starting out. So if you're just starting out in the field, there may be times when, you know, there may be lots of reasons why you might not feel as confident as you would like to feel, <laughs> okay? Um, for example, let's say that you are launching a new service with your copywriting business and you want to start writing white papers. So you start talking to prospects about your white paper writing services. Well, maybe you haven't written a white paper yet, <laughs> okay? So when you're talking to them, you may be worried that they're going to ask for a sample or you may be worried they're going to ask questions that are going to trip you up or, you know, there may be a lot of concerns that can eat away at your confidence, okay? And all those concerns are valid. You have to deal with them. You have to have an answer for those things. But that doesn't mean you, you, you shouldn't come across as confident. Because if you're launching your white paper writing business, chances are uh, you've done some preparation already, perhaps taken a course and read some books on white papers and read some white papers. You may be a lot more uh, capable than you may think, even if you haven't written one yet. But there are many scenarios where, uh, as, as writers and copywriters, we may feel a lot less confident than we, we should be. You may be concerned when you talk to a prospect that you won't have all the answers, when they're talking to you, or they'll talk about a topic that you're not familiar with and you'll feel tripped up. Or, uh, on, on the opposite end of the spectrum, there may be a situation where you, you want a gig, you want that client so badly that when you meet them, you just get all flustered, right? You just want it so badly. There's many different uh, ways that lack of confidence can play out, but the good news is there's some practical ways to improve your confidence. So let me uh, go through some of the practical strategies for uh, boosting your confidence quickly so you come across as more confident when you're talking to prospective prospects to prospective clients. So number one, do a reality check. Why is it that you feel that you may not be as confident as you would like to be in a certain situation? Let's say, for example, you are launching your white paper writing services and you're going to be talking to some prospects about white paper writing. Why, why would you think that you might not be as confident as you could be? It may be because you feel you don't have a lot of experience writing white papers. But look at the reality of that. Your clients that you're talking to probably don't have experience writing white papers either. <laughs> they may have read some white papers. They may, have, they may like white papers. They may want a white paper to help promote their business but they, they probably never wrote one themselves. Even marketing directors of larger companies may have never written a white paper. So the very fact that you're focusing on white papers and have learned some things about white papers actually makes you more of an expert than your clients, okay? And that's something worth noting. Uh, it's, it's worth noting that you have information about writing white papers, information about the best practices, about what works and what does, and about the formats and how to put them together that your client doesn't have, okay? And that's something to be confident about, isn't it? So do a reality check. You know, a, a, lot of, a lot of writers and copywriters just focus on the one negative. I've never written a white paper before. Instead of focusing on the positives, the reasons to be confident, that perhaps you've read a couple of great books on white papers, that you've taken a course, that you study white papers, that you've learned the formats, and on and on and on probably much more of an expert at writing white papers than your clients are, and you have a lot to offer. So make note of that and focus on that. That can give you a lot of confidence. 
So do a reality check. I'll never forget. I remember when I started teaching copywriting, my first gig was to do a one-hour workshop, more like a presentation because it's only one hour, on copywriting to a group of marketing directors. And this is the first time I've ever taught copywriting to a professional group. And I was really nervous because I just assumed these marketing directors knew a lot about copywriting. And I was doing a talk on writing direct mail. And I just assumed they knew a lot about writing direct mail. They knew a lot about headlines and, and how to format and, and how to write a direct mail letter and the formulas and everything else. And I did my presentation thinking, hey, this is just going to be um, this just this is just going to be a good review for them because they knew a lot about this stuff. But you know what? I had after I was done, I had one marketing director after another come up to me and say, "I've never heard I've I've never had someone break down how to write a headline effectively like you have, Steve. This is fantastic." Someone else came up to me and said, "I didn't realize there was a formula for writing a successful." direct mail sales letter. You just, the way you broke it down was perfect. That's a revelation to me. I had no idea that, that there is a sequence to writing these things. So it was, all, it was almost as if they were, it was all brand new to them. And a lot of these people had a lot of experience managing direct mail projects and whatnot. But they weren't direct mail copywriters necessarily. They weren't studying direct mail like I was. Okay, so I, I had a lot to offer and I knew a lot about uh, uh, writing direct mail that I could offer them. I was more of an expert than they were. Yet, I didn't do that presentation with a high degree of confidence simply because I was focusing on the negative. I was thinking, hey, these are marketing directors. They know more than I do. I'm not a marketing director, you know, and I focus on that instead. But you shouldn't do that. Do a reality check. Chances are you know a lot about uh, what you do and and uh, about the different types of projects you write than your clients do and you have a lot to offer. And that's something to be confident about. So do a reality check. Number two, and this is more to do with attitude than anything else, always position yourself as an equal. Never get into this situation where you're treated as an underling or treated as, as someone kind of lower down the totem pole. No, you need to be treated as an expert with your, oh, as an equal with your prospects and your clients. And that really depends on you because you teach your clients and prospects how to teach you. You probably heard me say many times in this podcast, never act like a temp employee, okay? Because you're not a temp employee. You're not the client's employee. You are an equal. You offer a professional business service and, you know, and you offer that to your, to your clients. You are, are on equal footing with them. And you've got to always have that attitude that you are an equal. And you are an equal, okay? So always be positioning yourself that way. And when you do that, when you're positioned as an equal with your client, then the confidence just comes out naturally because you're positioned as an equal. If you go in the other way, if you start using language like, you know, gee, Mr. Klein, I, I hope you can hire me. I'll do a really good job and, you know... Uh, that kind of, you know, looking for work attitude it really doesn't work well. Always position yourself as an equal. So that's number one, do a reality check. Number two, always position yourself as an equal. Number three, be the brilliant you. There's a friend of mine, Carol, 
who um, is a very, very successful freelance writer, and she also uh, teaches and, and coaches freelance writers. And she tells me that when she's on the phone with a potential new client, she says she turns on what she calls her brilliant Carol. She just becomes this persona, this, this very confident uh, uh, version of herself, and she just acts it out. Now, she doesn't pretend she's someone she's not. She simply takes the best qualities of herself and makes sure that she presents those when she's talking to clients. So she's, she acts very confidently and she acts like an expert and she talks very, uh, in a very confident way and, and she just is this very, what she calls, brilliant Carol. <laughs> and it's funny, she says, when the phone call is over or when the meeting is over, she kind of goes, oh, <laughs> it has to come down from it a little bit. But that can work really well. I know when I'm on the phone with clients or I'm meeting with a potential client in person, I'll, I've never called it this before, but I do turn on this thing called Brilliant Steve, where I will act very confidently and, and, you know, and, and present myself very well and come up with good ideas on the spot. And also, I'm a very good listener, and, and, I, and I'm not afraid to make recommendations to a client, even if they're contrary to what what the client may be doing. And I'm this, these are all manifestations of brilliant Steve. Uh, so come up with that for yourself. You know, write down some of the things about you, uh, some of the ways that you act when you're really, really confident. And then review that list and try to act those things out when you're talking with prospects and clients. Be that very confident version of you, even if you have to fake it a little bit. Remember, uh, you're not really faking it because this is you. It's just you're just reminding yourself when I'm really confident, this is how I act. And then you're acting that way. OK, and and just force yourself to do it. And trust me, you'll come across as very confident. This is probably the easiest and fastest way to come across as more confident is simply be more confident. Just act the part until you are more confident. So that's be the brilliant you. Number four, and this is going to seem a little counterintuitive, but I find this is very important. Don't pretend to know something you don't. Don't pretend to know something you don't. Have you ever spoken to someone who's pretending they know something that you're talking about, but you can tell that they really don't understand or they really don't have any depth of knowledge on that topic? You can spot that immediately, can't you? Well, Everybody can, and clients and prospects can. So never get into the trap of, of a client talking to you about a topic or asking questions and you pretending you know what they're talking about or you're pretending you have more knowledge on the subject than you don't. Believe me, that can just erode any sense of confidence that a client is getting from you, okay? Um, if you don't understand what the client is saying, or talking about, simply say that. Say, Mr. Client, excuse me, but I don't, I'm not quite following you on this. Could you please explain it to me again? Or could you please explain it to me in lay terms? Okay, so don't be afraid to, to ask that question and stop the conversation and make sure that you understand. Believe me, you'll get a lot of respect from clients and prospects if you do that. So don't pretend to know something you don't. Don't be afraid to ask questions. And finally, number five is, 
And this kind of goes back to number one, doing a reality check, but a more practical application of this is that create a reminder list. What a reminder list is a list of credentials that you have that you that you can look at before you talk to a prospect or client that reminds you of, of your credentials, of why you are good at what you do. You know, if you've taken on that list, for example, you might have taken three co- professional level copywriting courses, two years experience as a copywriter, have, have written this and that and this and that. Uh, you know, and you can just, you know, have been told by industry professionals that you are an excellent copywriter, have, you know, three testimonials from happy clients, and you can kind of jot down these credentials and, and just add that to your list. And I'll tell you something, when you review that before you talk to a client or prospect, that can make you very confident, but also it can, um, it's a nice refresher because you might need to mention some of those things when you're talking to a potential client. But that reminder list, just by noticing it and, and making that list can make, you, can make you more confident and present yourself in a more confident way because you're reminding yourself of the facts of why you should be confident in the first place. So those are five practical strategies for coming across as much more confident in a very genuine and authentic way. And that is do a reality check. Always position yourself as an equal. That's a very important one. Be the brilliant you. Don't pretend to know something you don't. That's another very important one. And create a reminder list of your credentials. If you can do those five things, then the next time you're talking to a prospect or to a client about hiring you, about pricing, about some Uh, situation with the project you're working on, or all those critical conversations that you have with clients and prospects, you'll be able to do so with much more confidence. And when you project yourself and present yourself in a confident way, then clients and prospects feel confident about working with you. So I'm Steve Slomwhite. I hope you found this podcast helpful. And would you do me a favor? If you have any questions or comments or topic suggestions, please send me an email. You can reach me at steve at steveslonwhite.com. And for past episodes of this podcast, you can listen to those on iTunes or at www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. You can listen to all the past episodes there. And of course, that website is packed with tips and resources that'll help with your B2B writing or copywriting business. So until next week, have a great week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.